This podcast is brought to you by AD Banker and Company. They help you meet your insurance continuing education deadline in ways not as boring as you'd think. Go to a live in-person class or choose a webinar, which will come to you. Learn more at adbanker.com. Al Clark began his work experience uh, in 1964 as a teacher at Pine River High School in Minnesota. He has been an agent with State Farm in Arlington, Texas for over 37 years. Al built his insurance and financial services agency using his business principles, management expertise, people management skills, and sales and marketing innovations to become a legend in the industry. He has many accomplishments over the past 37 years, both personally and professionally. Al has made it happen in his agency with solid planning, high expectations, and the ability to attract staff members who are dedicated to providing excellent service to their clients. In 2008, Al wrote the book, Al Clark's Multi-Million Dollar Formula for Success, The Secrets of the Number One State Farm Agent. Please welcome to our program, Al Clark. Today, I've got uh, on our program uh, Al Clark with State Farm in Arlington, Texas. Welcome to the program, Al. Well, thank you. Thank you. Say, Al, uh, tell me about uh, what you do uh, there uh, in Arlington. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your business. Well, my business is, um, uh, I've been here in Arlington for uh, 37 years. I guess it's going on 38 years. Um, I um, moved uh, from uh, Texas, from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I was an educator and and taught uh, uh, high school uh, on-the-job training programs, and I've finished uh, a master's and a Ph.D. from the University of Minnesota. But after doing that, I really had decided that I wanted to be self-employed, have my own business, and uh, after investigating several things and researching, I really found that I thought the uh, State Farm uh, opportunity uh, would be something that really suited me and would be something that I would uh, enjoy doing. And... uh, so I actually wrote a letter to the regional office in Dallas, Texas, and said that I wanted to be a state farm agent in Arlington, Texas. And they responded and um, set up some interviews. And so I moved uh, in September of 1979. I moved to Arlington and and uh, started a scratch agency, started a yeah. brand new agency and. Yeah. And uh, started uh, myself, and then I hired a part-time person and, yeah. and uh, built a business uh, today uh, to uh, probably 27, 28,000 policies. Yeah. And uh, uh, in property and cash and financial services. Yeah. And uh, so it's been a good ride. Yeah. It's been a good ride. Arlington, Texas has been good to me, and I, I think I've been pretty good to Arlington, Texas. Yeah. Are you, uh, how many employees do you have there? Uh, today I have uh, 18 full time, and I have five part time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, uh, how did you, you pick Arlington as uh, the place to get started? Uh, was that just a, a growing suburb uh, back in its day? Yes. 
uh, it, you know, everything I looked at statistically, it was a growing area, and it had the, uh, I felt it had the, uh, 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 I call it the bones of, uh, of it's always going to be good. It had a college, UTA, there was a growing college. It had uh, industrial plants of a General Motors uh, plant, and it had sports, it had the Rangers, and when I had been in the area and visited, I just saw these subdivisions being built. And right in between Dallas and Fort Worth, all research said this is going to be a growing area. And um, so that's the reason I selected it, that I thought I'm going to start a business from scratch. I want to be where there's growth because I was interested in, in growing a big agency. That was my goal from the beginning. Uh because I visited agencies like that, that that's you know kind of what I wanted to be, and yeah. uh, so that's why yeah. I picked this area. Yeah. Now you're pretty close to Ranger Stadium. Are you a season ticket holder over there and a baseball fan? Well, I'm not. I guess I am. You know, I share a season tickets, uh, but I you know I don't have, I don't own all the tickets. I can't get there all that much, but but I guess I share in, in really season tickets. I got great yeah. seats right by the Rangers. Yeah. Well, I guess your your local team, the Cowboys, are doing pretty good this year. Uh, well, they are. That? Yeah, we're all that's right there, close together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, tell me about your agency and your people. Uh, what do you feel like you do really well uh, in there in your uh, in your area? Well, I think the area that I do well is that uh, uh, developing a, a team. Uh, I think that I'm have been successful at hiring good people, and I think I've been good at uh, always uh, coming into the business with uh, ambitions of having goals and and activities and doing all the things necessary to build a business. And I've always, you know, I've, I have a passion for the business. I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the work. I enjoy people, and I enjoy. You know, uh, building an organization and, and having a business that I'm proud of. Yeah. But you know, I yeah. think it's it is training people and and getting loyal loyal, passionate people to work for you. I have long time employees. Back yeah. in the last two years, I've had six that have retired that have worked for me for 25 to 30 years. Yeah. And. Um, so I'm building again, really. I'm really, I need to be, because uh, my core that I grew with and developed, which were essential for the growth of the company, have, have, uh, have retired. Uh, but the, some of them come back and help me some, but, yeah. you know, a couple of days a week or do something. But uh, yeah. I think it's always, you can't get, you can't have a business like this with uh, a large staff unless you have uh, quality people. Yeah. And uh, and you have to have people that come to you as a career. I think uh, if you're gonna uh, uh, build something that's solid, yeah. and uh, so I've always hired people to come to work for me as as a career. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been my uh, kind of tool that I have used over the years. Yeah, you know, a lot of people who maybe haven't built a business themselves uh, are maybe under the impression that uh, when you've got a successful business that everything went well all the time. 
Uh, what were some of the, the, the challenges you faced or what was one of the more trying times that you faced uh, in your career? Uh, things that just kind of threw you for a loop and you had to regain your balance. Well, I think the most difficult times, um, you know, right now I would say are probably the most difficult times uh, that we're facing just because of uh, the business has changed, how people do business, and uh, the technology and the uh, ease that people can change insurance and move, and and um, I think the competition has never been stronger. And um, so I think it's that's been an adjustment over the years. You know, there have been years where I look back and because of the company, you know, not wanting to take on new business, so we, you know, not write homeowners for a period of time or we've not write auto for a period of time or those kinds of things were always adjustments that were that um, challenging. You know, it's frustrating. You're trying to grow a business and you can't uh, add new business at the time. But, you know, uh, I think one of the attributes that we have or I have is that we always found the, you know, we went another direction. We didn't dwell on what we couldn't do. We, we focused on what we could do. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's, you know, been a, so they always tell me that I'm good at adapting. Yeah. adapt to whatever, you know, the present situations are. And uh, it's because it is a changing world. And it's uh, changing right now. It's changing very rapidly on how people buy business insurance and how companies rate insurance. And, you know, it's just a, a different uh, situation. And it probably has always been that way, but I think change is, is more rapid today. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's uh. So what you're saying is the customers are even uh, changing the way they buy insurance or changing the way they shop insurance. Uh, have you seen any any trends in that uh, area that you think you, you'll be able to take advantage of? Well, um, I don't know. Taking advantage of uh, probably trying to keep keep up. I think it's difficult in our new technology for for the customer to know what to buy it. And, uh, and they're not experts. And so it's really getting driven more by price than coverages. And there's, and then there's policies are not as standard as they once were. You know, it's not the same coverage. It's not the same policy. You know, a lot of things have, have, uh, have changed. So, it's that challenge of trying to have conversations and appointment with uh, people. People seem to uh, yeah. make themselves busier yeah. in all the things they do and how they function. And uh, so it's, it, it seems to be more difficult. You know, I built this business by sitting and having appointments with people and getting people to sit down at the cross the table and, and going over and educating the client. Today, it's, it's much harder, higher harder to get that done. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, I'm gathering you, you've been active in, uh, or, or maybe I should ask, you know, what kind of activities uh, in the community, uh, what kind of involvement have you been, uh, found yourself in the community? Well, I've been 
been a uh, I've been a long time Rotarian, uh, so I've been in group involved all the levels of Rotary, you know, and locally and past presidents, and also served on the, our financial foundation that was very instrumental in giving scholarships to to students in our our area. Um, so I've been active in that. Um, I've been served on the executive board for the Chamber of Commerce. Um, in the past, um, you know, I'm, uh, the, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been honored with, with, uh, you know, for example, the Arlington Business Hall of Fame, uh, award, uh, you know, that sort of thing. I've also been, uh, because I come from education field, I, I've enjoyed helping schools, and so I help schools with, projects that they have or things that I can help them with financially, uh, with a project they might want to have or they might want to have a special speaker or they might want to have a special program or they need some help with something. I've, you know, I'm, I've always done that. And, uh, you know, I've also been helpful with the, you know, served on the board with the, uh, with, uh, Salvation Army and, uh, Recently, I've taken a more active part in uh, in the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to go and help people and help organizations that I feel, you know, have a need, you know, right now or something I can help with. And yeah. Of course, I've also contributed to some scholarships for colleges um, at UTA and also, the, uh, also at Bemidji State University where I went to school with. Yeah. Uh, which is in northern Minnesota where I grew up. Yeah. So I've done some things uh, to help other people and uh, for the future. Yeah. And uh, so I've, you know, I've enjoyed that, and it's a way for me to to enjoy giving, uh, helping other people, just do something, hopefully, to make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your uh, where you grew up, about your hometown. Uh, what was the name of the town in uh, Minnesota? Well, a hometown really was, I call it, Capricorn Corners, uh, but it really probably wasn't a town. I went to a little school called Laporte, Minnesota. I probably, at the time, when I graduated, we were the largest class uh, that graduated. We had 22 members. Uh, I was... I was now Victorian, uh, but it wasn't uh, only 22 of us. But uh, I enjoyed. I grew up. Uh, my family had a small back then within the local family store where we sold groceries, and we also had some cabins uh, that we rented out to deer hunters and fishermen. Uh, we had four cabins, and uh, we also had. Uh, you know, I was involved in 4-H. We had some, we also had some, uh, you know, minor, you know, we had, I mean, the most we ever had was three cows and we always chickens and pigs because my grandfather had a, had a, a farm, um, that was probably 20 miles away. And, uh, so I grew up in, uh, and we lived in the back of the store. So I was working in that store probably when I was seven, eight years old, helping put up groceries and helping get things and, do things and uh my first real big business is I had a worm business. So I sold worms to uh to the trout fishermen and to the people who went 
fishing. So I had a pretty successful worm business when I was about 14 years old. Yeah. What would a and, box of uh, uh, what would a box of worms cost uh, in that day? Well, back then, you know, when I could get a dollar for some, some for some worms, that was a big deal. <laughs> and uh, so I even had a guy that was quite wealthy. Uh, Came and he would buy worms just to release in his yards for aeration of the. But I think he mostly came by just to visit with my father, and they loved to stop and buy worms, and and yeah. he, was, he was a great customer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. Uh, I was going to ask you. It, it, uh, so, so your first job was in the store, and uh, and did you ever have a, as a job uh, as a kid uh, growing up that you really hated? That uh, you thought, boy, well, yeah, uh, I don't I like to doing that. I did is we had, I was very near uh, Itasca State Park, which is where the Mississippi begins, and in the summer, I wanted to get, a, you know, one of the days growing up, I wanted to get away, and so I went and worked and stayed there on uh, at the park, and I was the dishwasher, so I did that for a full summer, and that was, uh, you know, I can't say, you know, I just did it, it wasn't something I enjoyed. But I thought it, it really was probably good training for other things because one of the things you find out in, in any kind of business or whatever, there's some things you, you need to do that aren't something you really enjoy, but you needs to be done. So you get yeah. them done. And that's kind of, that's what I thought yeah. the dishwashing taught me to, yeah. to, uh, you know, show up and get it done and do the best you can. And, and, uh, I always kind of try to, have, have the philosophy is is you need to uh, you need uh, whatever you do you need to do it the best you can do it and then but you know I didn't want to do, wash dishes another year I can tell you that yeah now when you were in uh, 4-H did you ever have a prize winning hog or or uh, steer uh, well I, we had a I didn't I got a blue ribbon I didn't win the champion my best friend got the champion uh, with his uh, with his uh, uh, steer, uh, I was second with a with a blue ribbon from a, that uh, we had picked from my grandfather's farm. Yeah. Uh, but that's also something I also decided I didn't want to do uh, is uh, is be a farmer. Uh, yeah. Because uh, or do it, you know, have have uh, cattle and especially in northern Minnesota where the cattle were had to be kept inside during the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, the results of that, there's some activity there that you sure don't like doing. You betcha. You betcha, like calving on a coldest day of the year or something like that. Uh, That's right. Yeah. See, it's uh, then uh, when you, uh, uh, did you uh, go right out to college and uh, did you go to college in Minnesota and then, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, well, and then uh, moved to Texas? Went to college, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to college, which was actually 60 miles from, from my home in in Bemidji, my, I'm the youngest of five children, and we all went to college there. Uh, and uh, I was, um, so that's where I went to school. I was only stayed there for one semester. Uh, and then after that, I commuted because my father had had a heart attack. So I basically came back home to help my mother. And because I was the youngest, the only one that was still at home. And, uh, so I helped and, and helped her with the store and helped run it and finished, you know, finished college in those four years. Um, uh, in a, with a business degree, uh, business, actually business education, 
I could have had either degree, but I picked education because I thought my brothers and sisters were all in education, and and so that's how I kind of got started in education. Uh, uh, and, um, and I taught business classes, and I also uh, uh, did some coached some basketball and, and baseball uh, my first couple of years, and. Uh, and also, uh, we did about everything else in the small town of Pine River, Minnesota. Yeah. And, uh, and it was a great experience because it got me into also running a, uh, a diversified on-the-job training program for students. And I, that gave me even more exposure to business and, and to people and helping and also gave me education on, on training students and what business practices were important and work and yeah. uh, and then I yeah. and I grew up in that so it was very enjoyable. So yeah. so that was uh, my start. So I was in Pine River, Minnesota for two years. So what was the catalyst to uh move from Pine River to uh head to Texas? Well see then I thought I was in a long time with Pine River, then I went to Saint Paul, Minnesota. I was recruited by actually the head of the of vocational department of the state of Minnesota, I had, we'd, I'd actually participated in an economics uh, uh, curriculum project, that, uh, and uh, so he suggested that I wanted me to apply to go down to Roseville, Minnesota, and, and apply for the, and start a new special on-the-job training program in a new high school. And so that took me down to uh, Roseville, Minnesota, and that's where I stayed for, I was there for the next 13 years and uh, ran uh, those programs before. Then I, of course, in order to get my Ph.D. at the University of Minnesota, I uh, spent a year uh, there uh, on campus at a leave of absence. And then, I, then that's when I... Started interviewing to, you know, be in charge of some vocational schools and that sort of thing and was offered some jobs. But when I kind of realized that, that at that point, that really wasn't my, what I wanted to do for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And that I really wanted to be my own boss, my own, you know, have my own destiny instead of worrying about a school board or worrying about you know, things that I had no control over. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I seriously, you know, started looking. And it happened to be in Minnesota, they weren't, there was no really job openings for whatever reason State Farm was going through at the time. They weren't, didn't have any positions open. So that just opened up and said, gosh, why don't I look and see where I really like to be? What, where's a good place to start a brand new business? And, yeah. That's what brought me down to Texas. Yeah, yeah. What uh, if you were talking to a niece or nephew who was considering uh, getting into the insurance or financial services business? Uh, you know, what kind of uh, advice would you give them uh, today to uh, to take a look at? Well, the advice I'd give them today is, um, you know, if, if you really would, you know, enjoy. Uh, Working and then you enjoy working with people and, and, uh, the, you know, the insurance business is a great business because it is a, a very steady business. You don't have a lot of ups and downs because 
you know, all the cars and all the homes and all the businesses and all of life, all the insurance. So it's a very um, solid business. And it's really a great business if you, uh, um, a kind of violence kind of, you're a worker, you know, you like to work. You enjoy the, the what goes along with, with, uh, people. And you gotta enjoy people. Yeah. And, um, so I think that, uh, it's a situation where you can help a lot of people. You can, be there when they have tragedies. You can help people in time of need. And um, so it can be, it doesn't sound glamorous. It doesn't sound, you know, but it's, uh, it'll give you a, uh, economically, it'll set you at a whole different standard over, over the average. And it'll also, there won't be no cap on what you can do or what you can, uh, make and yeah. so it's got uh, you know you get paid for you know what you're able to accomplish yeah say uh, thinking back to your childhood uh, with your mom and dad in the store that you're running what's some advice or uh, maybe uh, examples that uh, your dad or mom set that uh, you feel uh, is really uh, still applies and you try and apply in your own life today well, I think I was raised. I meant that you know you only did you only did things the, the right way. I meant there was no cutting corners and there was no uh, you know honesty was the, your character and your reputation were paramount. That was what makes you and and what is the most important thing is is your character and and your reputation. And uh, so I think that. Always, you know, um, you know, be important for anybody who's going to be in the public business. Um, and uh, also, you, you sleep a lot better at night when you uh, yeah. do what's right. Yeah. Well, uh, Al Clark uh, with State Farm uh, in Arlington, Texas. It's been a pleasure to visit with you, and I appreciate you taking a minute to, to tell our listeners uh, about your story. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time. Oh, hi, you're still here. Say, if you are interested in reaching thousands of licensed insurance producers across the country, why not consider sponsoring a guest podcast? If you had sponsored this episode, we would be telling thousands of listeners daily about you and your company. Find our contact information to request prices and availability at insuranceradio.com.